Hey, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. This is John. This is Arvin. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. Of our best days. Ever. Yeah. Best day ever. Ever. Season three. And why is it our best day ever? Because God is good. Yeah. Honestly, even when we are not. Yeah. Even then. Especially no, then. Preach that. <laughs> How many guys are grateful that even if you're listening and you're like, I actually don't believe in God. Yeah. Well, guess what? He's still good. He believes in you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. You, however, however you feel about God doesn't change him, but it does change you. That's right. You know what I'm That's saying? That's very true. Like, yeah. Whenever people are like, well, I don't know what I think about God. And I'm sure. like, okay, well, that doesn't change him. But I'm sure right. that changes you whenever you're in your lowest of lows or in your highest of highs or you yeah. have questions in life. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. how unfortunate. Yeah, you know truly, what I'm saying? Truly. Yeah. So anyways, well, hey, we're really excited um, because sure. of the we were kind of talking through some things that we were just kind of going through. And one thing that we have realized is... Um, whether you're in a ministry or mm -hmm. you're uh, in any organization, yeah. a professional of any kind, professional of any kind, yeah, you have winning seasons or you have battles that you have fought or sure. any of those things. Sure. And um, today we're talking about healing from the win. Amazing. Or healing after the win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the win. Yeah, yeah. Not not wind. W-I-D, no. not like yeah. breaking wind. No. But, um, <laughs> like but wind. we're breaking it down. That's right. Um, we're breaking uh, down okay, winds. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, well, and those of you guys, if this is your first time to ever hear it, we actually, um, we have the opportunity to serve here at Victory Church here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. We absolutely get to, we love it. Yeah. We're in the middle of, um, you know, working and serving with our Easter production. So yeah. we're in filming. and Oh and, boy. Yeah rehearsals and it's it's fun absolutely um, absolutely but this podcast the the whole goal of this is to talk about behind the scenes yeah of what everyone people see the end results sure or they see the win right. results yeah that's good. and it's like what's behind the wind yeah. yeah what's behind the winning what's behind this end result and that's what that's what this podcast is about absolutely you know what i mean yeah and so anyways if that interests you great if that doesn't you may want to turn it off yeah um <laughs> and we are your friends yeah. um so that anyways so one thing so in the bible there's yeah. this story about david and david and his mighty men um they win this really epic battle right and it's actually, you, there's this, uh, the the reading of it is called the Battle at Ziklag. Mm -hmm. Anyways, mm -hmm. so, but I'm just going to give you the Bible story version. Yeah, yeah. They have this really epic battle that was really hard, that was really tough. And, you know, they won. Yeah. But they were bruised and battered, but yeah. they won. Yeah. And it was, and, and you know, after you win something, if any of you played mm -hmm. high school sports or if you currently are playing sports or it, or any mm -hmm. competition mm -hmm. where you win, you are riding off of just the adrenaline, adrenaline, the high of winning. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But people don't realize that winning takes a toll. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or I should say winning doesn't negate the toll that the game took, like right. the battle still hurts regardless. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so anyways, yeah. they just get done with this big W mm -hmm. and they go back to their camp and their children are missing. Their wives are missing. Right. Their, the whole, their, their whole camp has been ransacked yeah. by an army. That's really like 
is not even on the same level of the army they just built. Yeah. Uh, of, of the army they just beat. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it would be basically like yeah. if um, who won the national championship in football this year? Okay, Georgia. Georgia. So yeah. it would be like Georgia wins the national championship. Sure. And then the next week they get embarrassed by McNeese State. <laughs> yeah. They and lose they a lose. scrimmage there. Yeah. They lose a scrimmage. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it's like, well, why is that? Does that mean that McNeese is better? Like, I mean, you know, probably you got the worst version of Georgia. And, sure. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so after this, this, yeah. this Bible story, so they, they go back and all of a sudden they start crying. It mm. talks about in the Bible, these grown men, they start crying and they're weeping. Yeah. And I think that it is a mixture of what they just went through. Mm -hmm. Like they're tired emotionally right. and they came back after a win. Yeah. And they're like, they probably just want to chill. Right. Let their hair down. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? See their wives and kids, See their wives and kids yeah. enjoy the material things that they have. Sure. But they come back and it's all missing. Yeah. And they go from crying to getting angry. Right. To blaming David, King they, David. They played, and here's the thing. King David didn't take their kids. Yeah, he was at he, the battle. He was yeah, fighting he was with there them. at right. the battle. He fought with them. He yeah. didn't take their kids. He didn't take their wives. Yeah. He didn't like ransack the village. Mm -hmm. He didn't tell the other, hey, <laughs> like they, it would be like if Georgia lost to McNeese State and then everyone is infuriated at the coach, right. which actually happens. <laughs> I'm sure. Yes. Right. Yeah. And yeah. You know, and David really gets down on this. Yeah. And many times in life we experience wins or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. we actually don't heal after a win. Wow. Right? Because the toll that it takes on us after a win, and it could be maybe a hustle season for you and your church. Sure. Or hustle season for you and your spouse or your business. Right. Or whatever that you're doing. Yeah. And you don't take time to actually process and praise. Sure. I like the two Ps. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> About like, hey, let's process like, yeah. man, God did yeah. some good things. Sure. And this is where he showed up. Yeah. And, and a time to chill. Right. And like literally be a professional at doing nothing. Right. Exactly. To where yeah. you're not feeling this hamster wheel of uh -huh. being like, okay, you know. Just keep going and go. Yeah, 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 and go, yeah, and go, yeah. And go. Heal from the bruises. And and sometimes whenever you're winning, mm. you can like snap at certain people. Mm. Maybe if you're in, for instance, we're going to talk from the allegory of a church. Sure. So for us, we do a conference or we're doing Easter. Yes. Okay, so right now we're going to we're gonna take this example. Yeah. The East. Right now we're doing this Easter production. Yeah. We... We just filmed for several days and right. now we're, um, we're filming like, uh, we're getting ready to film over spring break. We're doing some yeah. teaser and trailer filming and we're also start rehearsals and there's yeah. music do all of these things are due. We're kind of behind, sure. which we are every year <laughs> and God it, it initially shows up yeah. and it would be me snapping at Arvin, okay. snapping at Ryan sure. Stafford for directing yeah. something or us yeah. not seeing eye to eye, Jill Stafford with choreography, sure. Larice Wynn with wardrobe, sure. Sure. Um, Dom with, with music sure. or whatever it is. Yeah. And I start snapping at them and we're, we're really stressed and behind the scenes we're rah, 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 because yeah. we want it to be great. Yeah. And then all of a sudden Easter weekend happens uh -huh. yeah. and God does amazing things, Every which time. he's going to. Right. And then Monday, yeah. Monday morning after the Easter weekend. Yeah. What's the dynamic there? It's pure exhaustion. It's, it's exhaustion. Fatigue. It's also, it's fatigue, but it's also like, wow, God did something great and we yeah. did something great. Oh like, yeah, absolutely. That. There's that, sure. but then there's also like, 
Then there's withdrawals uh-huh. because your identity was yeah. wrapped up in late nights, editing, sure. doing all of these things. Yeah. And so for like a few days, you're like, you kind of are like, wait, who am I? Because yeah. I, I became so invested in this thing. Yeah. And now like I gave birth to it. Uh-huh. Okay. So, so, but that's now over. Right. And so do I just continue to post throwback Thursdays on my Instagram, Yikes! which, wow. which is okay sure, to celebrate sure, it. Sure, sure. But it like, leaves you vulnerable, but it leaves you vulnerable mm. and you actually have to heal yeah. after a win. Yeah. So in the Bible story, yeah. they come back and all the, and so, and most of the time when people are tired after they've given their everything, yeah. And then all of a sudden they come back and things are not what they expected. They need someone to blame. Sure. And so if they can't blame God, they're going to blame a leader. That's right. And if you're a leader listening to this podcast, yeah. you've maybe been in this weird emotional. Um, yeah. What, what would you call this? Oh, gosh. It's a, a, a quandary. A, a cluster. <laughs> a yeah. Cluster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Traffic jam emotionally. I it, it speaks to a misunderstanding I've had, at least perhaps others have as well. Yeah. I would assume most people have in that all the conversation about preparation for the battle, the win, whatever. I up until today, honestly, until you shared this with me this morning, I always thought God prepares you so that you can win. And now I'm realizing a lot of the stuff God does is so that after you win, you don't lose. Ooh. So like, hold on. Yeah. Say that again. Because uh, God's preparation process for the win in your life, it doesn't negate or neglect the season after the win. So like, after a, a production, um, we've created this. Uh, you've created this standard of leave town after a show. Oh yeah, and Monday. So yeah, like, if our last show is on Sunday, get out of town. The leave. one time I didn't do that, I regretted it so much. By that Thursday, I was like, I can't believe I should have done that because of the mental fatigue. But the point I'm going to get to quickly is that God's prep process gets you. Not only to win, not only does the great event happen, whether it's at work or in family or whatever, but then thereafter, you don't make compromising decisions. So in that story, David, when everyone's blaming him, he's in a position where he can run away or he can do the right thing. And what he does is he wins. The bigger win for David there is that he privately gets alone with God. So he gets away from everyone blaming and pointing fingers. Right, yeah. And even, here's the thing. David also lost after he won. Big time, yeah. David came back to the camp and he goes, wait, you guys understand that I also fought with you, but I also... I've yeah. also lost. They took with my you. stuff too. Yeah. So now mm-hmm. a bigger capacity of emotion, yeah, of emotional maturity is totally. being demanded totally. from the king. Totally. Most people would quit in that quit situation. Or snap back. Or and be justify like, you know sin. Absolutely. Or justify sin. Yeah. <gasps> absolutely. Break that down. A lot Break of that down. I mean, we wouldn't know about um and I'm uh, sensitive to this. I'm not mocking anybody. Right. But we've seen so many leaders fall and we wouldn't know about their fall unless they were winning in the first place. Ooh. So they're consistently winning at, at services they are consistently winning, whether it's in the bu- uh, business world or in the church world. It gets a lot more attention in the church world, honestly, uh, and for good reason. But they're winning in an area we want to win at. And then 
they're not necessarily not, I'm not saying this is everybody, but not necessarily prepared for the aftermath of the win. And so right. instead of doing what David does, which is get alone with God and go, okay, now this, another thing, he probably wants to quit, but he goes to God and God gives him instruction on how to get everything back and you know yeah, he actually heal his asks, community. He actually asks God, can I go get everything mm -hmm. from these people that took everything? Yeah, yeah. So he asks. He doesn't just do it. Right. Even, no, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Right. It also says that David encouraged himself in the Lord, mm -hmm. which means no one texted him. There was him. no one there to encourage him. His <laughs> wife didn't encourage him. Yeah. Which means at the end of the day, yeah. some of your best encouragement you will ever get will right. be from the person that you're looking at in the mirror. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Like if you're... If your fuel is is determined upon mm -hmm. people encouraging you, I mm -hmm. think that is so great. At exterior encouragement is great, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, mm -hmm. you have to encourage yourself. Absolutely, yeah. And yeah. and and a lot of people don't know how to do that. That's so, right. like, how would you do that? Man, I think the the simplest things I can do is I go for a drive, mm. I get a coffee, something super basic, but it's a task to do, mm. and. Um, I remember in particular, I'll give you a perfect, uh, dissect a perfect example. I remember I, w I went to, uh, several years ago, I went to preach with my dad in Denmark. I spoke nine times in five days. Oh my goodness. And I was exhausted spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Wait, hold everything. on. You spoke nine times in five days. So it was like God. morning and evening sessions in this one okay. conference for young adults. So after that, I remember I was on the flight back with my dad and I was like, what do you do now? And he's got 40 years of experience. So he was like, you need to commit to a very simple routine for like 10 days at least, which is don't necessarily sleep in all day, but go to bed early and then wake up and take a shower as fast as you can. Make your bed, drink water, go to the gym. Even if you're not doing an intense workout, walk on the treadmill at like one mile an hour, do it for an hour and Good. just listen to a sermon or a podcast or, and then journal. And then, you know, Take that time. If you do not do that, you will misinterpret why you won and what that win means. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. So after a big win, you a temptation could uh, be. Yeah. Or 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 a pit we could fall in. Sure. Would be to misinterpret mm -hmm. why we won mm -hmm. or or what that win will mean for you. What that win will right. mean for you. Because the the why we won was the reality was. God's grace moved and you were able to fulfill his plan during that time. But it's a very, very tricky slope, slippery slope that could say, well, I'm pretty awesome now. I'm pretty awesome now. Or like I know for me and Arvin hears me talk about this, like I just the other day I spoke in our Victory Christian School yeah. Chapel. We yeah. have a Victory Christian School K. K through 12th grade, mm -hmm. very grateful for it. It's awesome. Yeah. These students though, they are, they have chapel at 9 a.m. on Tuesdays. Uh -huh. um, and if, they, if they're there, which means they not only have a youth group on Wednesday night, mm -hmm. they have church that their parents make them go to on sure. a Sunday. Sure. And then they have chapel. They're hearing three sermons a week. At least. And, yeah. and the sermons that they're hearing are not bad. Right. So they're actually used to hearing good, good sermons. Stuff. Yeah. So, my thing is, what do I have? I'm 37 years old and I actually get intimidated by a 16 year old. So yeah. I go into the chapel and I'm like, 
And then, and then I speak, I feel like, okay, this is what God put on my heart. I share it. And then afterwards I'm like, okay, I wonder what they thought about it. Mm. I wonder if it was good. I wonder yeah. just because right. teenagers, I've, I, I've said this to Arvin. Sometimes when you speak to teenagers specifically <laughs> in that type of environment, you're like, it's a softball pitch to a brick wall. They give you <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, they're looking at you. Or yeah. if any of you are aware of a Christian school or a Christian college, those are those chapels are the most difficult to They're speak super at. hard yeah you know it's it's easier to speak to a a um a, a an audience that's hungry that's right you know but if an audience is or like, who chose to be there or honestly. who chose to be there yeah an audience that chose to show up but sure. any audience that is like hey this is part of your routine part of class yeah. it's like you just have to understand um, the shoes that they're in yeah. and then put yourself in those shoes and be like, you know what? I get it. Why I probably would not be like whistling, standing up on chairs and getting out my praise hanky. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyways, so like afterwards you can be like, after a big W you uh -huh. can be like, how awesome am I? Sure. Or you can start thinking about yeah. all of the things that you could have, should have, would have said. Yeah. And then you begin sure. doubting. Oh boy. Yeah. And they're both the like, same thing. They're, they're the same. Yeah. It's me centric. It's, it's me. -centric. I did great or I did terrible. And either way, your conclusion thereafter is going to be incorrect. If I go, I'm awesome. I just preached so much. It was so great. Then it's like, well, you're probably going to justify falling in some area now. Ooh. That happens all the time. It does. Is people true do that, some true big, that. I mean, I grew up going on mission trips constantly and there was always this thing about when you get back, don't justify sin just because you feel like you did. It sounds pathetic and it no, no, is, no. It's but like, it's, it's so like, real. Oh my gosh. I ran two miles this morning. Tonight I'm having I a triple this. dip <laughs> chocolate fudge exactly. Sunday. Okay. Exactly. I'm guilty of that. I am. I literally do that. Like that. I'm yeah. about to hit up any of you guys who are not aware of Brahms and Tulsa it's America. Best. It's the best. Um, it's the best place yeah. ever. Yeah. Really great ice cream for cheap. That's a plug. Yeah. Brahms is now sponsoring us. That's a faith <laughs> statement. Anyways, uh, cappuccino chunky chocolate. Yes. With hot fudge. Oh, God. Like, hook me up. 100%. And in my mind, I'm like, my boy deserves this <laughs> because I ran two yeah. miles yeah, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So it's the same thing after sure. a W, after mm -hmm. wherever you're at, whatever, yeah. when you experience, sure. you seal the deal. And, yeah. you know, I have friends that are, are don't work here and they go, hey, we just struck the deal. Let's go out for drinks. And some of them drink appropriately and some of them get sloshed and hammered <laughs> and they go, it's a Tuesday Yikes! and yeah. you have to be at work tomorrow. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So either way. Yeah. And even if you don't justify sin, maybe you don't, I've fallen into this before. Maybe you justify behaving differently, which is the <sighs> second part is behaving. how you misinterpret the win or why you even won. Meaning well, now I'm a, I've spoken at this conference in Europe. I, do I start putting international speaker in my Instagram bio, bio or oh, wait, people can do I that? still go serve? Can I still go? Wait a second. See? So you're saying me, you're saying like, wait a second. If I got a group of people together and we did a really awesome worship night and the spirit moved and I actually had a fire word. Sure. If, am I now? Now that I am a greeter at a front door at right. a young adult service on a Sunday night at 6 yeah, p.m., right. that's actually not as important as what I just did the other right. night. Right, exactly. Exactly, exactly. Can you, like, anyone can take off in a plane. Do you have landing gear? Ooh. I've heard a pilot say this. A pilot said, taking off in a plane is pretty straightforward. Like, I could give you instructions 
behind your back. I can stand there and tell you, push this button, move this up here, do that. And you could probably take off in a plane. But landing is a learned skill that is Ooh. so difficult. So a lot of people take so off good. in ministry, landing in is life. A learned skill. It's a very learned skill. So maybe you, you go, because I, I come back from that conference. I'm a speaker now, whatever. How and old were you? I was 25, 26. So Big ballin', I come back and then... I come on staff at Victory, and I'm not a speaker at Victory. You're doing sermon slides. I'm doing sermon slides. And the attitude with which those slides happen, is it, well, this is a matter of time until I, oof, you're not going to land well. You know what I mean? Mm. I've seen some, lately there's been a lot of high winds in Europe, and so there's these video streams of planes that are coming down, and the wind is so quickly coming at them that they can't land. Because if they try to land the plane and stop, it's literally going to push the back of the plane above the front of it, and it's going to flip over. Oh so I've seen these ab abandoned landings where they come into land, and then they whoosh, and, and they you have see to go this, back up. They just go right back up, circle around until the wind dies down, or go land somewhere else. The point I'm making with all that is uh, a lot of people take off, and they're doing that, and they don't feel like they can land ever until there's a crash, until there's an Ooh, affair, until, until they run out issue. of gas. Exactly. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> we stumbled upon Actually, this, we, okay, but this okay. is so Continue. very true. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it's like, I'm not able to land. I'm not able to uh, go back and, and rest and, because the right interpretation of that, that 10 day period, whatever it is for us, we go away for four or five days. The right interpretation is, God, anything that went well there was because of you, and anything that went poorly was because of me, and I'm asking you to reveal that to me so I can repent of it or go about it differently. I do know a lot of the things that we've done in productions over the last three years, the breakdown that's then happened afterward has made each show better. Because yeah. we've reevaluated things and we go, okay, how about this? How about that? Let's do that differently. Someone from our camera crew told me yesterday, we just shot in Arkansas for, uh, we shot it for a total of like eight days. Yeah. It was a pretty grueling schedule for the, the camera crew. And someone on that crew said to me, this was by far the smoothest shoot we've ever had. And that's a huge deal coming from this person because it's like, if anyone understands how grueling it is, it's this guy. And for him to say that means, okay, that we interpret it former wins excuse me we interpreted former wins correctly so that period thereafter i think as it's all coming to me today now like that is why god does so much work on your character and integrity not so that you can win but so that after you win you don't lose and so that after you take off you have learned the skill of landing. Absolutely. So as, Absolutely. as we come kind of to a close today, sure. it's such a great story. If you read the Battle of Ziklag, it's, it's the story in the Bible with yeah. David. And basically he had to encourage himself in the Lord. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that he needed to do, which is what I'm telling anyone who's listening to this, yeah. is that he had to encourage himself and he actually got away. He got mm -hmm. away from the people who were blaming him. Right. He wasn't... He didn't like put his phone face down and then pray to God and then look back up and Glance see if there was any <laughs> notifications of people bashing on him in the yeah. comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just, he actually, you know, I'm, I'm, he didn't have a phone. This sure. is no, all we dumb. know that, right? We know that, right? <laughs> David didn't have an iPhone, but basically David was like, I'm not checking my emails. I'm not looking at any of that stuff. I have to get alone because all great things mm. in you are built when you're alone. Yeah. All great things. Yeah. We learn from our master Jesus. He often withdrew mm -hmm. to the wilderness. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah. And so anyways, so I think that the whole lesson that can be learned is that healing after you win mm -hmm. that way you, we don't misinterpret how we won mm -hmm. and, and why and why yeah. we won yeah that we consistently go back to okay god you know anything great that happened it was because of your grace right and anything that was kind of screwy it was probably because of me so help me have wins and work-ons yeah like what can i do so next time sure and also removing yourself that you are more than your output. That's right. So anything that you've ever created, guess right. what? That's not your identity. Right, right. So that that's where we have these one hit wonders. So in the in the mm -hmm. late eighties and early nineties, there was these bands that would come out with these banger songs. Sure. And then I'm sure it was like the pressure got to them. Yeah. And they were like, well, we don't know if we can we make to another top that. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever, you know, you see some of these artists yeah. that have been around a long time and yeah. they're like, Oh my goodness, they have 11 albums. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, because they're, they're like, well, I'm an artist. So I just going to continue to create. Yeah. Even if they're not all wins, I'm, I'm doing like, I just have to continue. Right. Continue to show right. up and show there's the rhythm of rest. There's a rhythm of learning how to land yeah. and all of those things. So that's what we leave you with today. Yeah. Is whether you are in the middle of a win, you're coming out of one or you're getting ready to have one. Sure. It is that what happens after the win is just as important. Mm -hmm. And what God is preparing you for right. is not just the win, but the time after the time. So you after. don't lose after you win. So you don't lose after you Because scripture win. says we go from glory to glory, from faith to faith. It's not a one hit wonder with God, which is awesome. Man, yeah. thank God. Thank you guys so much for listening this week to Behind the Scenes. Of our best days. This is our season finale. Season finale. Season three this finale. is our last one. We'll see you in season yeah, four. Yeah, and so actually, after this finale, we're not going to record because we are learning how to land. That's right. We're and landing the plane today. <laughs> we're landing we landed quite well today, I think. We did. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, this is actually, yeah, that was a God thing. And so um, we'll be releasing our season four um, probably right before victory conference, 2022. So yeah. stay tuned. It may be right before that or right after that. Sure. Uh, anyways, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. See you later.